everybody. This is Yvette and Erica, and this is the Melon and Pearls podcast. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Well, we black every day, but this is episode 31. Episode 31, and it's about what being black means to me. And this is a really good one. You know, Erica had an experience, and she's like, Yvette, this is what we should do. (laughs) <laughs> what about this question? And I'm like, okay, that's a deep one. That's a deep one because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone, they may identify as black or not, you know, they, everyone has their own experience, but what does black being black mean to you and me? Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. I mean, that's a good one. And it really had me think, I had to think about what being black meant to me, which is a really good exercise because I normally, and I don't know about you, Erica, like I normally don't think about it. Cause I'm just it. Like, we're in our skin we're in our skin what's that a thing about yeah Mm -hmm. i'm just you know it's just it and i think this is a great a great topic for this episode especially during black history month and so everybody out there our subscribers and listeners i hope you enjoy because this was a good one this was a good one for me and i am i'm excited well all of our episodes are fun but this is a really good one this one hit home this one really hit home um so erica do you want to tell me what being black means to you Wow. Okay. You know, being black means different things at different times in my life, I guess. Uh, You know, I'll I'll fast forward to what it means today. But um, when I was younger, being black was just who I was. And it still is that way. But but what I mean by that is I grew up in Brooklyn in a Spanish and or Latino and black neighborhood. So I didn't stand out because I was I was black and Latino, right? So for me, being black was just, I'm in the neighborhood, I'm in the barrio, that's what we're doing. And over the years, that that meaning has, has changed because when I first got um, my first taste of, of, of racial, you know, prejudice and all that, it really made me think, oh wait, hold on, I am different because I never thought I was mm-hmm. different when I was a kid, because I grew up with everyone that I knew. But the first time I went and I had an experience where I was followed around. And then when I paid for something, the cashier didn't want to give my change in my hand. I was like, whoa, okay, mm. that's okay. I'm different. They don't like the fact that I'm different. And this is what I get because I am different. Um, so that was when I guess I first, I, I first got that taste of, oh, I'm black, you know, and I grew up feeling a little, you know, it would annoyed me, it made me mad. I was like, what? I can't control this. I'm, I'm a good person. Like, why are you judging me based on what I look like? And as time grew and passed on, I then realized that, you know what? That's their bias. That's their problem, not mine. I'm here in this glorious melanated skin, exuding <laughs> black excellence. Yep. And you do you and I'm gonna do me. So, you know, I know that was very long word, long winded, but being black to me is just being excellent, just being awesome, just being real, celebrating our culture. But mm-hmm. I'll pause there. Let me let you say what you got to say, Yvette, and then we'll go back and <laughs> ping pong on this one. Okay. All right. All right. So, you know, it took me a while to embrace the power and grace and what it means to be black. 
you know, and I believe I really needed to do the work on me and heal from my traumas to truly appreciate and step into my personal power and the power of being a black woman. So when people talk about, you know, the history and they throw slavery in there, I immediately correct them. Slavery is white people's history. Black history is how we not only survived, but thrived through it. And reframing it, to me, repositions the positions of power. And instead of being portrayed as a victim, it immediately empowers me to come in as the victor. So that piece right there really, really helps me to walk into rooms with my head held high, knowing that I got royalty running through my veins. And I wear a crown on my head that's been bought and paid for by those who came before me. So to me, me in black means, you know, that I'm part of a unstoppable people. We have an invincible power that we're just power balls individually and collectively. You know, it, it, it empowers me to pursue my purpose unflinchingly, unapologetically, relentlessly, and passionately. You know, it's it's like being black reminds me every single day when I wake up, I am a queen. I'm the most powerful chess piece. And the only way that I can lose is if I fall prey to other people's strategy to make me forget just how really powerful I am. So, yeah, this was a good exercise for me when you asked me that question and I really sat in and thought about it. That's yeah. what that's what yeah. being black means to me. It's just, you know, working on had to work through my stuff. You know, everybody's got their stuff and um, step into the power and grace of being black and sure. how that how that fuels me to be the best version of myself, how it fuels me to help others to not have to go through some of the things that, you know, we've gone through from, you know, the corporate America's perspective, but also just, you know, coming through and healing from trauma and personal experiences. I just want to help people so they don't have to go through what I did as long and as long as it took me to go through what I did. Right. Um, that's what I'm all about. Yeah. And I and that that passion of mine, it just taps into, you know, me really embracing the being the black woman I am, knowing that that passion comes from the queens that came before me, that never met me, I never knew, but their willingness to make it better for me drives me to make it better for others, so. No, absolutely, and and when I fast forward until today, you know, just going through what I've been through and what I've seen, you know, being black is about being proud. It's about yeah. being authentic. It's about, mm -hmm. being, about being strong. It's about being mm -hmm. resilient, which is what you mentioned a lot in your conversation, Yvette, and being courageous. You know, I, I come from a deep, rich culture. We come from a deep, rich culture uh, from those across the African diaspora and wherever we ended up in the world. For me, it was Central America, so more so Latin, you know, being an Afro-Latina. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes uh, is, I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. We are our ancestors' wildest dreams. When Black people were brought slaves, were brought over to the quote-unquote new world, shackled, and, and the experiences that they've had to build where we are right now, we have 
stood on their shoulders, as you mentioned, Yvette, because we are a personification of who they were. Without them, there would be no us. And, and I'm totally passionate about teaching our lessons to our youth. I like the fact that you mentioned Yvette, you know, that history, slavery is a history that we didn't define, right? Mm-hmm. It's a history that was written about us. Mm-hmm. So we have the pen now. We, we've always we, had the pen. Like, we we've have always, always had, the pen. had the pen, right? Yeah. True. We've always had the pen and we have to continue to put that, put those words in writing and make sure that our, the ones that come after us understand where they come from. Because like we talked about last Black History Month, right? As you mentioned too, Yvette, we are from kings and queens. And sometimes mm-hmm. we are told quite the opposite and we stop made, believing made, it. And, and made to believe, right, that we are less than. And see, that's why I said we've always had the pen, right? We were never less than. We were always more than enough. And yeah. 10 times better. But we were led to believe and people tried to brainwash, just beat us down to the point where, you know, we just felt, you know, we, we believed it. Right. We've always been super powerful. We've always been invincible. We've always been black magic. Always. No, and the only not. way the only way that these folks out here can feel good about themselves is to take away our power because they don't have what we have and Facts. never will. Facts. Right. So, so that's why we always had the pen. And now we're at the point where, you know, people are working through their stuff and they're, and they're seeing that the power was always there. We're always enough. We're not lacking. Right. We were always magical. Yeah. Always. Okay. Always, always. And so, you know, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No. So, um, you know, I, uh, I was talking to one of my mentors and she said something to me and, um, I, I, it's just super powerful and it reminds me, you know, why we need the, the tribe, right? Why we need a tribe. So being black for me, Reminds me that I'm more than enough and I belong to be in every room, but every room doesn't deserve me. Mm -hmm. Every room doesn't deserve me. I belong in every room, but just because I belong, every room doesn't deserve me. And it doesn't mean you want to be in every room. It doesn't mean you you want to be in every room. Yeah, exactly. There's some rooms that you don't want a part of. Yeah, they don't want, you know, they don't deserve me. Right. And it and it really it really makes me look at, you know, my value does not change based on what someone else's viewpoint is. And that power and also being a black woman, you know, makes me resolute in my purpose as a technologist to be a thought leader and a futurist. Right. To be proud, unapologetic and absent of regret. You know, being black means if I do fall down or take a knee, I have the power to dig deep and get back up and persevere. My 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 ancestors taught me that. Right. If they can do it, so can I. And being a black woman reminds me that I'm not here to fit in someone else's definition of success or happiness or society's box of what it means to be a black person or a black woman. No, no, no. What being black means to me is that I am limitless as well, unlimited as well as 
the magic that we have as a people to create. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like we we y'all like it's look, granted, Black History Month may be in February, but it literally is every day. We we are we are people that are creating history every single day. We just we, we just sometimes we just need a little reminder from mm-hmm. Edmonia Lewis we spoke about, right? But do you know do you know about people the person who who invented the stoplight? The three light like red, yellow, green that we use today was a black man. Like this there's things that that we have to take the time to go look and see. We have we are leaders in math, science, art, architecture, you name it. We have a leader there. And the first leader wasn't a white person. It was a black person, man, woman. I also I'm just, think if there's so much there. I mean, there's just so much there. Yeah. E. It's just. Yeah. Whew. I also think that being black to me also is about calling calling out the BS. Right. So those microaggressions, those, mm-hmm. you know, gaslighting, though, you know, the imposter syndrome, all of that. But but let me just focus on the the microaggressions for a second. I I firmly believe that we have to call people out on their bull, right? So when there's something that's said to us, and it's a very individual thing, right? Like if something is said to us and, and maybe we might have let it slide, I think the time for letting things slide is over. And there is a way, you know, it doesn't have to be argumentative, but there is a way to pose your position. You speak really well, really well for who? You know what I mean? Like something mm-hmm. like that. Like just mm-hmm. calling people out on their bull. Let's be, because as I mentioned a few minutes ago, it's about being proud and strong and courageous. And sometimes being courageous is, you know, just speaking up on something and using it as a teachable moment for someone else. You know, and I'm not a big proponent on teaching everybody stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that every experience, if there's an opportunity to kind of turn that around and teach it and turn it into a moment where someone walks out of it a little bit different than they came in, eh, why not take the, take the, you know, kind of take that step. But of course, I know that there's there's some people out there who don't want to hear it. So of course, use the, use your discretion because we don't have to waste our time with people that don't want to hear what we have to say. Yeah, there's a difference between being intimidated, intimidated and intimidating, right? You are not intimidating. That other person is intimidated by your greatness. That's their problem, not yours. You are not aggressive, mad or angry. You are an honest person who is standing into their truth. And if they, if your honesty makes them uncomfortable, again, what's the common denominator? The problem is theirs, not yours. I literally, there's a big difference between being intimidated and intimidating, right? No, absolutely. Big, big difference. Big difference between between being assertive and aggressive and a truth teller. Big difference. If telling the truth makes you uncomfortable, that's on you, not on me, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and and I've had to have, look, most people know, <laughs> you know, friends and foes, I'm not the one. Right. I'm not going to let your underhanded back back ended compliment, whatever, from your perspective. It ain't going to sit. It ain't going to fly. I'm going to correct you. And if your feelings get hurt, here's a freaking Band-Aid. But that ain't we ain't going to let that stand. No, 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 no. I'm short on sugar, high on truth. And if that makes you uncomfortable again, your problem, (laughs) your problem. Right. And look, hey, look, 
I'm not saying everybody like me, and that's fine because not everybody got great taste. But I'm going to tell the truth. My reputation and my friendships, my relationships with my with my business colleagues and my customers is founded in truth and trust. They come to me because they know I'm going to give it to them like it is. is. I'm going to tell the truth and I'm not going to omit. Right. I'm going to give you all the data points so you can make an informed decision. Am I not like the decision you determined to do? Right. But that's fine. But you made it. I gave you the information that I had. I'm not going to withhold it. Right. I said this all the time. Erica knows this about me. The truth can do one or two things. It can set you free or piss you off. I'm going to give you both options and know me. I'm going to stay right here and let you work it out. I'm going to be with you to do it. I'm not going to withhold stuff. I tell my team all the time. Bad news is not like wine. It does not get better with age. Tell it. Rip the bandaid off. Let me know what it is so we can figure it out fast. Right. Instead of holding stuff in. I mean, same thing works with relationships, you know, and people have to understand everything comes down to one thing. People, relationships founded on trust, honesty and integrity. And if you don't have those three things, you will not be willing to sit to have that conversation, you know, to kind of learn something. This is a teachable moment. You don't want that. Right. And you also, we have to be able to be like, okay, then I'm going to leave you right where you is and not mess with you. I'm going to move over here. And that takes a lot of growth. And none of that means that you have to play small, hide, dim your light, and not be proud of what you can do, your, your experience, the talent you have, and the history of royalty, of the people and leaders and scientists, technologists that came before you to cower in front of anybody. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as we close out this episode, because we just wanted it to be short and sweet and powerful, just know that being black, I mean, Yvette, let me ask you, I'm going to ask you for one word. When you, when you think about being black, what's the word? What's the word? Hmm. <laughs> it's like, I. it's the right word. It has to be the right word. Yeah, just what's a word that encompasses just one word that what being black, you know, what one word, one adjective. Inspirational. Mm-hmm. And I add magical. That's a good one. Because, I mean, you know, oof. Yeah, because we are, but we are inspirational. Our story should inspire each other and we are magic. Don't let anybody tell you different. Don't be who you aren't to please someone else. That's not going to cut it. No, we've talked about this a lot and Mm -hmm. being black, we have our challenges, but we also have each other and we can just like Yvette and I get together and have conversations about things that are going on in our lives and our careers to just be a listening ear and provide some form of advice or feedback, or sometimes just listen, find that person for you and create magic together. Yep, yep, because yep. that's that's just who we are, people. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, people. Some people can't, you know, they can't uh, take all of this, but it's they okay. Can't. It's okay. Can't. <laughs> totally okay. I'm gonna leave you all. I'm gonna leave this episode. We're gonna close this out with this. This something I found, and I think you it'll resonate with everyone. And I think I hope it 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 helps you straighten your back, super super tall, throw your shoulders back, head up high. Young, gifted, and black. Oh, what a lovely, precious dream to be young, gifted, and black. 
open your heart to what I mean. In a whole world, you know there's a million boys and girls who are young, gifted, and Black. And that's a fact. You are young, gifted, and Black. We must begin to tell our young, there's a world out there waiting for you. Yours is the quest that's just begun. So when you're feeling real low, there's a great truth that you should know when you're young, gifted, and Black. Your soul's intact. Ought to be young, gifted, and Black. Oh, how I've longed to know the truth. There are times when I look back and I'm haunted by my youth, but my joy of today is that we can all be proud to say to be young, gifted, and Black. It's where it's at. It's where it's at. It's where it's at. And that's our show. Any samples of media remain the property of their owners. Opinions expressed reflect the individual's point of view, not the Melanin Pearls podcast. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and Instagram, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes and Spotify. If there's a topic you would like for us to cover, let us know by visiting www.melaninpearls.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, we encourage you to visualize your best self. Mm -hmm.